0: back in town, baby! Yeah! So, I still screwed up the beginning song. I, honestly, I thought my math was good, but I forgot. High school math was close to 15 years ago at this point. <laughs> Boy, I, don't feel I can't relate.
1: I, I was a physics minor, so I'm very good at math.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. This is another episode of Best of Five. I'm here joined for the last time. For the final time, by the Steve Ace King Offsuit Jerk, the main squeeze. How's it going, Steve? How's
2: everybody going?
0: We're stealing that. We love you, lightning. Steve. We 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 gotta we gotta pay pay homage to those who came before us. That's <laughs> very true. And special guest, my favorite person and yours, the Grappler Hater, the content maker, the Purple Sharpie. How's that for an
1: intro? I play multiverses now.
2: Yes. You play multiverses? You commentate multiverses? You play Skullgirls? You commentate Skullgirls? I no longer commentate
0: Skullgirls. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, watching? you retired. You retired, too. Yeah, she retired from Skullgirls.
1: Yeah. Eva was my very last event commentating Skullgirls.
0: And it was good. I announced I it watching.
1: at the end of Top 8, yep.
2: Yeah, it was wait, what, what are you retiring from, Milan? You gotta complete the trilogy here.
0: Math. <laughs>
2: oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one elon all right tonight on the show
0: we're going to talk about evo of course we were i was there steve was also there sharpie was also there no we i wasn't there. i
1: literally hired a body double i don't know why people keep saying i was there she said as she wore her evo wristband that she you got to take off before the podcast dang <laughs> yeah, you know that body. bit would have worked that bit <laughs> would have worked
2: those are just like the those are the same kind the combo breaker had and like, there's like this whole secret to getting them off if you use well, a straw and I'm not.
0: So I think the combo breaker one was just like a regular wristband, right? It was like one of those like paper ones. No, it was Am It was miss- the same remember?
2: sort of fabric. Yeah,
0: because uh, either way. uh, we, we got a lot to talk about. Um, so Olsen in the chat is saying the lady didn't tighten his they literally just gave me them and they were like here don't put it on too tight or else your wrist is going to break <laughs> and I was it was up to me to put it on and I didn't hurt myself so that's a win Uh. but before we even get to our last main squeeze ace king offsuit recap before we get to that I want to share some thoughts Sharpie if you have some thoughts about Evo, I would love it for you to share them here if you would like.
3: Sure, sure. But
0: there's one thing I wanted to say that has been in the back of my mind since I left Evo. Which, by the way, I didn't expect this to happen, but I had a really hard time keeping it together flying back. I already miss I already miss Evo. And when I was at Evo, I was like, man, I just want to go home. After Evo happened, I was like, I don't want to go home. So uh-huh. here's, the, here's the sitch. It felt like for the last couple of years, pre-pandemic, um, Evo kind of held the FGC hostage in a way, where Evo was the biggest tournament of the year. However, the the experience of Evo wasn't all that great, right? Like, there was a lot of issues either with uh, leadership or there was a lot of issues with decision-making from leadership or issues with a bunch of other stuff. This being the first year... That new leadership has taken over. I feel like a lot of the issues that were very prevalent in EVO in years past have either disappeared completely or are getting fixed. And it feels good to have the biggest fighting game tournament of the year be one that everybody is looking forward to going to and participating in.
3: For sure. For
1: sure. Am I alone in that? No, you're not. Um, You know, it's it's interesting too because I consider the general manager of Evo to be like a mentor of sorts for Mm -hmm. me, and obviously my fiance. Like he's provided a lot of opportunities for my community, um, Skullgirls, and also for myself and my fiance inside of the FGC. Mm -hmm. And so when I felt a little bit discouraged just because the announcement for the commentators for Evo was taking a little bit longer than I wanted. Like he assured me that it was going to be worth it, you know? And I feel as though actually getting to Evo and physically like to be candid, I only had like two hours of free time in between my pools that I had to commentate. And then top eight, they had me working a total of like what I think I did five five commentary slots on Saturday, four commentary slots on Friday. And then I had like three scheduled meetings, a minimum of an hour on Thursday after I got in. So I was like working literally all day up until like Sunday. And it wasn't until I first got in and started doing like meetings and stuff that I realized how much time and how much energy had gone into making sure that both, I wanna say like the convention side of EVO and the tournament side of EVO, which prior to this year, even though I've only been there once, I was there back in, I believe 2019, Mm -hmm. um, it felt much more balanced. It felt like there was always something to do when I did have time. I found myself being pulled away multiple times from like when I was walking through the venue to want to see something and wishing I had literally even 10 more minutes just to go spend right there with a certain art that I art vendor that I saw or a new exhibitor that I saw or like a new setup or, or take a picture with a cosplayer. Any of that. Like there were so many things to do at the event. And I felt like it was a very much so a more well-rounded event than when i first went back in 2019 and i 100 percent feel like that is nobody but management and the new organization structure that evo has now mm-hmm. so i really do want to give them kudos because even if it didn't go perfectly which no event does i really want to stress that there were obviously some hiccups there uh, like here and there i'd be lying if i said there wasn't but the reality is that event with for me was 15 out of 10. Mm -hmm. all the way through, especially for the way that I saw Evo back in 2019. This event is so much more realized. And my only complaint is that they worked me. They worked (laughs) me like a dog. (laughs) I had no free time. I wish I could have experienced the event and shared more of it with you all at home. But, you know, maybe next year, huh? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just got a DM. From somebody randomly, a Pokemon producer who's now like, hey, do you wanna play Pokemon or like the trading card or the, <laughs> the video game? By the way, my emails have been like filled Good. as soon as I finished Multiverse's Top 8. Good. I've gotten, I'm not even joking, I've gotten 39 different emails since I finished Multiverse's Top 8. That's not spam email. Like I've gotten a lot of spam email, but like email from people that actively wanna hire me for a job mm-hmm. starting like next month
0: you deserve it. You deserve it.
2: Thank you. Like, like I did not I did not uh get to watch any of your uh multiverse commentary cuz I was all focused on uh main stage stuff, but I did watch Top 8 of Skullgirls. I caught a little bit of cool pools as Skullgirls. You killed it. You were awesome. Everyone on commentary was awesome this weekend. Word. Most importantly, I want to ask both of you all
1: because Steve, I know you watched Skullgirls Top Eight. Elon, I don't know if you did, but did you all happen to see? You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you all happen to see Evo Moment Six Ten?
0: Wait, at which one at the start was that?
1: Of top Eight. Which one? Oh
3: man,
0: oh, I think I missed a. So here's what happened with Top Eight Skullgirls. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. went back to my room because my sedentary shitty body could not handle standing so i missed the first couple of matches so okay what what is evo moment 610 well
1: elon i'm so happy that you asked Mm -hmm. because i'm going to be posting a link real quick inside of the chat and hopefully your edit uh your editor later the very talented editor that we all pay lots of money and and insane numbers of riches to uh, will hopefully be able to just put plaster this moment here, but in the interim, I'm certain you'll be able to manage uh, exclusively either watching it yourself or just uh showcasing it. Right, so I just went ahead and posted it inside of the little chat we have oh, here. Sure.
2: Oh, our chat.
3: Yep. Yep. yep our chat.
1: Our very you private chat where we where we talk about our very intimate feelings. But I'll give a little bit of precursor to this. Oh, Evo moment, that one. Six ten. Ah, yeah. That yeah. One. Steve, you saw it. Steve, you saw yes. it live. Yeah. Yes. But Evo mm. moment six ten is one of the most precious moments that will ever happen, I believe, in Skullgirls history. 610, of course, is a meme from Skullgirls copypasta on Twitch, where 6 is someone messing up the special character showing the above message, and 10 is a meme that only came about because a member of the community wanted that to be a meme. So EVO moment 610 is the culmination of both Skullgirls getting into EVO and a member, a famous member of the Skullgirls community interacting with a community in a very unique and special way
0: wait
3: mm-hmm. you almost wait. got
2: it I, I this was one of those moments that just like I thought it was gonna happen and then I saw it and it just exceeded my expectations I'm so happy
1: about that Honestly, Steve, being present for that moment, I'll, I'll, I'll dissect it very briefly, and then we'll get into the... Well, obviously, I'll let, allow Elon to go into the very next part, but I did want to make sure that I give you all the behind-the-scenes look on this moment. Here it is.
2: We have arrived at EVO 2022 when you are about to watch Skullgirl's Top 8. Hell, we even got a reveal of a new character. How'd you feel about that?
1: You know, Kai, new character, new game
3: new
2: sharp man oh man. We have the wig 20- done got snatched such a good moment oh my goodness <laughs> that was no.
3: that Big was less. one of the
2: many that was one of the many great moments I saw this weekend um I was you know even though I was there on Thursday night for the, for the preview. Um, I had to fly back immediately. Um, so everything I experienced through EVO was as a stream monster. And while the experience for those who attended is was far higher than everyone th- that I've heard in previous years, from a viewer standpoint, ne- it wasn't necessarily the case. And the big reason for that was advertisements. Yes. Um, Every you know, obviously, with, with an event the size, scope, cost of Evo, you need sponsors to make that work, and sponsors mm-hmm. do expect a return on the on investment. Um, we saw that in full force, and, for, um, and a lot of ways, unfortunately, um, as we went through, like the sc- the first thing I said in in like our best of five Discord chat after the conclusion of Top 8 of of Skullgirls, as great as it was, it's like, man, that took three hours. Mm -hmm. Skullgirls Top 8 never takes three hours. Um, And then we went through the next day. Um, MK Top 8 was legitimately four hours. They Mm -hmm. blocked out four hours. I thought it was going to be like, you know, this is just our buffer. There was no buffer after that. They were Mm -hmm. actually a half hour behind. Yep. Um, I I went ahead and added up, like I I counted all the time uh, that you know that each top eight lasted, as well as the ad time, uh, the amount of time of ads aired during those top eights. And I know you've got that graphic, Alon.
0: I um, should be do. Uh,
2: yeah. So when I talk about runtime, I'm not including like the award ceremony. I'm not including the intro. I'm not including the, um, like, announcements or anything. It is simply, on when you see this graphic, it's simply the start of the round of the first match of top eight to the last hit of the final match. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so Skullgirls was over two and a half hours just by that metric alone, even excluding the, um, the uh, other stuff. Melty, or uh, MK, I've got that backwards, unfortunately. Uh, I've got Melty and MK flipped. MK was legitimately three hours, 54 minutes. And in that, there was 42 minutes plus of ads. And while I think a lot of people understand that ads are a necessary evil when you're talking about an event, the size and the scope of an EVO or another big tournament. When you're talking about 42 minutes inside of a period that's already going four hours, for a lot of viewers, that went beyond the breaking point. Now, once we got to Sunday's finals, they did change the approach. They used shorter ad breaks. Uh, so on average, there was a little less time in terms of at or significantly less time uh in terms of ads and and those breaks were shorter but still a lot for a lot of people it was the big talking point of the weekend and it it got to the it it was something that rick the uh gm of evo did come come up and say you know that's something we're working on for sunday uh uh, presumably that's going to be something they're working on going forward
3: Mm
2: -hmm. uh but you know that's that that could be a very deep conversation that we probably won't go into about how much you know what that uh that bulking point is for for viewers mm-hmm. you know it, yeah. it, 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 like historically with evo it's been the 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 flip viewers love the experience you know all they think about is the reveals the action all of that attendees it wasn't necessarily the best experience. Twenty twenty two, it seems like that that uh, perception is flipped around. Uh, it's going to be something interesting to see going forward in twenty twenty three, and uh, you know, not just Evo, but Evo Japan, which we'll talk about later.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. I think one of my biggest gripes with how tournament streams are are like the very frequent ad breaks. So it's a shame that this kind of took the opposite direction that I wanted it to take. However, it's tough, man. It, it's it's hard out here, uh, you know, streaming and broadcasting and doing all this stuff, right? Especially with uh, how Twitch Twitch's ad integration has changed just this year. Yeah. Um,
2: and, and to that point, you know, if you were subscribed to Evo, you saw a lot of blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Those little segments. Uh, if you saw those segments, and you were subscribed, that was just something to watch during the break. Because if you weren't subscribed during that time period, you were getting Twitch Ad Roll.
0: Yep. So Jeez. they did that to make
2: sure they did that to make sure that that uh, you weren't just getting a a will be right back screen.
0: Yeah.
3: But yeah. still,
2: that's like you know some of the breaks during uh, MK were like twelve, thirteen minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Both Saturday and Sunday night, you know, it went past midnight local time, yeah. which is mm-hmm. after two a.m. for me. And you know, I love fighting games. My old ass body cannot <laughs> handle that much love. I'm sorry.
1: Yo, Steve, you're you're kind of preaching. I mean, I was doing commentary first. The very the, my very first block every single day was always the very it was at ten a.m. Friday, Saturday. I was like literally on the mic the entire time and one of the only differences that i saw in me commentating top eight and me commentating pools was during pools every single two matches there was an ad break mm-hmm. regardless of yeah. like at first i thought it was just out of respect to me because i like look flustered you know um <laughs> and i was like well production we don't got to do that you're like no no no, we're required to do these advertising breaks i was like oh okay yeah yeah well, i'm happy that i'm getting paid you know like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) very (laughs) thank you thank you sponsors love y'all so much fresh cut appreciate you um but it was i understand how that viewing experience could be very difficult because as someone who had to then go through a bunch of vods and tell my content team exactly what streams and what points i wanted to post and promote i can 100% see how much of it was ads. And it was also somewhat disheartening because when I went to go watch watch parties to see the reaction to Evil Moment 610, very frequently people skipped through it just because it was at the start of an ad break.
3: Mm -hmm. It was
1: like literally right after an ad break. So people just went straight to the gameplay instead of just watching all the way through. It felt like there were a lot of organic moments that were missed because viewers were like, well, I'll just come back at the end of the ad break and watch a different stream. Um, Which I mean, more power to them. It just it sucks a little bit from from the production side, especially for people who are like planning things in production, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I think this is this is one of those things where this is a new problem, right? Because it's not just ads of sponsors at the event. Now it's adding Twitch ads on top of it, right? Yeah. Uh, and I bel- I'm i not 100% sure, but I believe that's a contractual thing, uh, or the other thing too is the way Twitch has been going about ads, which I personally hate, but I kind of also understand because at the end of the day, you got to make your money, right? You got to get that bag, is, what was I? Oh, yeah. So the way the ads work on Twitch now for everybody, with very few exceptions, unless you have like a specific contract or anything like that, is you're either forcing everybody to watch pre-rolls, or... Your which is unfortunately that's what we do we force people to watch pre rolls because I don't have the wherewithal to stop the show every hour to play, ad breaks, uh, so it's either pre rolls or you play I think it's like three minutes or three minutes of ads every forty five minutes or something like that it, it I, it's For like a sliding rows. scale it's crazy um, and if you play them that way then you don't get pre roll ads but if you don't play them that way then you do get pre roll ads. So it it's a bad experience. Sometimes all
1: you get pre-roll regardless. Yes. honestly. Yep. Because like certain affiliates don't get that. That's only for partner channels. Mm-hmm. So like my channel, my channel, twitch.tv/slash the purple sharpie, still not partnered. I get both, and mm-hmm. I don't even get most of that advertisement money. I get like I think like a penny to the dollar that every partner makes on it, which is like yeah. silly. Yeah,
0: that's then, why yeah. to so as, as much as i can i will never run ads during this show even though when we had it when we did have a contract with twitch we were supposed to but <laughs> whoops i forgot well, we we ran it
2: during the show like twice we did run <laughs> no we did run it during the show just at the end you know we count the, <laughs> the countdown is part of the show Yep. you know that's a vital part
0: that is true uh, you know
1: my whole thing with twitch ads has always been this as a creative person If Twitch allowed me to make my own ads for advertisers, I would run them Mm -hmm. natively in the show without any issue whatsoever. I would get up, use the restroom, run ads. It would be my face advertising the product that Twitch wanted me to advertise. Mm -hmm. They don't let us do that. Yeah. And it's really frustrating because I would 100% make sponsored content if I knew that it was going to be my face on front of it for my audience. Yeah. But I do not want HungryBots over here selling me on Cup of Ramen.
0: Yep. <laughs> or uh, what was the one that was like a I remember there was a huge uh backlash over I think it was in 2016 2017 maybe it was 2018 where ads on Twitch were ninja advertising his stream for New Year's or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, like, but yeah. luckily ninja just they haven't on
1: here. Luckily
0: they haven't done a lot of that <laughs> since then. So, hooray. That's true. Uh but yeah, it's unfortunate but you know, I have faith in the Evo team that they will find the balance to yeah, uh, hopefully make it a better <laughs> viewing experience for everybody.
2: And, we, and we've and we talked a lot about the Twitch ads, but it's also, you know, that five minute block of ads uh, that, you know, is folded right into the stream. Yeah, um, it's going to be I'm very interested to see how that uh, how that uh, is addressed for 2023.
0: Absolutely. Now, (gasps) those are our thoughts about Evo. Shall we get to the brass tacks
1: of Evo? Oh, can I just say really quickly? Go for it. I want to thank Romanova. That's the person who provided me the wig for Evo Mm -hmm. Moment 610. And Hanzo Gonzo, you can't see him because he's not on camera. But there was concern that if I tossed my wig, it would hit the camera. And so Hanzo actually came back (laughs) during Skullgirls Top 8 to catch that wig for me.
0: Hell Yeah. Dude, so Hondo, when I'm
1: throwing it, I'm throwing it at Hanzo. And I just want to say thank you to the both of them for that.
0: Dude, uh, first of all, Romanova is also the, I think she's the community manager at Bandai Namco now. So She, she is. Right she, is.
1: She, she literally woke up early despite getting in super late on Thursday night. Woke up mm-hmm. early. Even tweeted out asking people where I was because I was on commentary at the time mm-hmm. to come find me. Brought me all of the wigs. Showed yeah. me how to apply them and everything like that. The, uh, awesome. literally the day the day of top eight so that oh, morning yeah. so like both of them that was just community members helping community members and it was yeah. it was i just i would not be able to have done that moment if they weren't there for me
0: oh yeah and also i do want to shout out hanzo because hanzo is like the secret like hero of the fgc he caught the wig he was the one that saved the table from breaking when tasty steve yeah. was shaking down rip because the table yeah, was about to, to fall Hanzo yep. like, dove in there and got the table. Uh, <laughs> Hanzo also has like been working in the back, uh, like behind the camera for a ton of productions. I remember uh, when I commentated DreamHack 2018 for Tekken, it was him and Spencer Chung working the working the, the ones and twos. So big ups to Hanzo. Uh, I did say hi to him. He doesn't know who I am, but I said hi anyway. <laughs>
3: um,
0: Hanzo of doesn't waiting. know who
1: I am either, I swear <laughs> to God.
0: Speaking of saying hi, J-Wall. Thank you for the big raid. Everybody from Jay Wong's stream, welcome. This is Best of Five. It is your weekly FGC talk show uh, where we talk about the FGC and everything happening. So right now we're talking about Evo. Hope you guys had a good stream. Justin, thank you again for the raid. I appreciate you. It was cool. Say I said hi to Justin as well. I was like, yo, Justin, what's up? And he was like, hey, what's up? And then we both had to run and do <laughs> whatever we were doing. And Man, make you sure you check
1: out Triple K.O., which is a podcast that Justin Wong is on along with Matt McMuscles and Maximilian Dude. YouTube.com slash Triple K.O.
0: And they had a very special guest. you were just on there. And uh, I was going to save it as a surprise. Are you sure? I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, you're going to have Fourth? to go find out. The Triple K.O. podcast, <laughs> after we're done here, go check them out. There is a special guest in there that I believe everybody that's in here is going to want to. Uh, watch, but I cannot confirm nor deny who it is. It's
1: me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Spoilers. It's me. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. It's no, me. it's all I good. talk about independent games. They're fantastic. I think I was the very first guest on the show. Shout-outs to Justin, Matt, and Max for inviting me on there. It was very cathartic, and it was fantastic to be a part of them, and I really hope you all support the FGC creators that are supporting the next generation of the FGC. Oh yeah, but yo, don't we got some
0: Evo results or something, Steve? We do. We, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special one. For so, for those of you just joining us uh, that don't know us very well, Steve, this dashing young gentleman over here, uh, became oh. a father as of last week. Last week? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Man, time flies. Uh, and because of that. Steve unfortunately has to step away from his duties here on the show and on the FGC. So you're here at a very special moment because, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the final, the final official. Steve's got the deeds you need. Weekly recap. <laughs> I, I wish I still had that image saved, but I unfortunately uh-huh. don't.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna try really
1: hard not to cry, but I don't promise anything.
0: No, uh, I think nope. There's no
2: promises on tonight's show.
0: My goal is to make Steve cry, because crying is great. (laughs) Now, Steve, for the last time, say the words. Let's hit that recap.
2: And, of course, this recap is... damn it. (laughs) I
0: fucked it up. Wait, wait, wait. All right, hold 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 on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You hold want to take it on. again? You want to take it again? All right. That
2: was
1: the sell. All
0: right.
2: That was the sell. Yeah.
0: One per episode? Ooh. Okay. it wouldn't be an oh, episode man. without a screw up.
1: Sure. <laughs> it's sure. not are Glad that we Olson. tested that.
0: It's sure, not an, sure an editing. Glad we laughed it.
2: it
0: out. <laughs> no, look, it's fine. We got it. Steve, do the thing again. It, it never Yeah.
2: Let's hit that recap. And of course, it was all about Evo, not the runtimes, but the results. Let's let's start with Skullgirls, shall we? We absolutely shall, Steve. We are going to start with That's Skullgirls. That's the wrong one. That's oh God, the I'm wrong Skullgirls. I'm Here emotionally go. distraught.
3: <laughs> it's okay.
2: It's an emotional night for everyone involved. Uh, top three was the three you'd expect, maybe not the order you expected. Sonic Fox. Knocking off his buddy, their buddy, this Kill Sage in the Grand Finals. Sorry about that. Pen Pen, the, the Combo Breaker champion, finishing third after losing twice to the Kill Sage. An impressive, impressive performance. And beat Sonic Fox in the first set of Grand Finals 3 0. It looked for a while like the Kill Sage was going to take it all the way, but Sonic Fox ends up. Bringing home yet another EVO trophy. We kick it over to Saturday's finals. It was Mortal Kombat that started the day, and it was one of the Chilean twins who got the win. This time, Scorpion Prox, becoming the first player from outside the US to win an NRS EVO title. Knocking off Rewind, who had a hell of a run to get to the grand final, including a win over Chile's Nicholas. Very international Top 8 because you also had Foxy Grandpa and Killer Shinnok. So half of that Top 8 in a game that a lot of people just assume is American-dominated, half the people in the Top 8 coming from outside the U.S. That was awesome to see. Moving over to Melty Blood, it was another impressive foreign performance. This one from Japan's Jing, who knocked off uh, Masoma in the grand final. Masoma again resetting things, uh, but not quite able to knock off Jing. Kiri and Scrot rounding out the top four there. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus was next, and it was an all Japan top four. Totoro uh, getting the win over Gamera in the grand final. Taco who had no plans. To come to Evo before winning uh, the FGC Arcade tournament that got him a ticket here, rounding out the uh, rounding out the podium, Dragoy uh, from Spain finishing tied for fifth and winning some friends along the way with his performance at top eight. And then we close Saturday night with Dragon Ball Fighters. This was the first event on the DBFC World Tour for 2022. And it was the defending world champion. Wawa held on for dear life over Nitro. Nitro had a heck of a run through the loser's bracket, including going up 2-0 in the grand final. Uh, Actually, Nitro came from winners. I apologize. Nitro was up 2-0 one game away, but Wawa fought it. All the way back to 3-2 and then won the reset 3-1 to claim the title. Nitro, hell of a performance uh, sitting on top of the U.S. leaderboard uh, in points. So still a pretty good uh, haul for him. And then we go to the arena Sunday. It's a Taiwanese podium to kick things off. ZJZ following up his KOF 14 title at Evo Japan 18 with a win over fellow countrymen and fellow Brook teammate ET Xiao Hei rounding out the podium there. An all-international uh, affair in that top eight. Yeah, Korea represented Mexico, Japan as well. No US player, unfortunately, for those in from the host nation. Uh, the same could be said about the next game Tekken 7 uh, the master prime event on the Tekken World tour was won by the legend knee Ni nee taking it after so many close calls it was his fourth time making top three at Evo in in Tekken in Tekken seven at least first time bringing home the trophy knocking off a, a Pakistani player in the grand final, but not necessarily the one you'd expect. Khan, incredible performance from him, finishing second. Arslan Ash, uh, finishing third behind his Fate teammate. Then we go to Street Fighter V in what will likely be the swan song for that game at the EVO stage. And what a grand final it was between Idam and Kowano. Idom knocked into loser's bracket by Ryan Hart in top 192. First match at top 192. Got all the way to grand final. One of the most incredible runs you'll ever see. Kawano fought back. Fought off like three tournament points. Held his nerve and got the win. uh, Taking home the Evo title. Idom second. Gachi-kun third, Tokido rounding out the top four. But Daigo, Daigo for the first time since, I believe, 2011 making top eight at uh, Evo. So the guy still got it. (laughs) And we close things off, uh, at least on the main stage, with Guilty Gear Strive. A relatively new player in terms of the scene, but definitely showing what they've got. show, amazing performance to win the Grand Final and the Guilty Gear Stripes title. Knocking off, as you might expect to see in a Grand Final, a Saudi player. Not necessarily the Saudi player you expected. Slash, amazing run to make it to top three to, uh, to make Grand Final. Leffen as well. Making top three in both a traditional fighter and a platform fighter at Evo, first person to ever do that. Uh, Latif, who was the heavy favorite, finished ninth. But still, you could argue that he's the best player on the planet. <laughs> you forget about the the mirror match. Uh, there are a couple. Of, there are many other tournaments at Evo. I just want to point out a couple uh, multiverses. With the $100,000 prize pool, uh, it was Nakat and Boyd who got the win there over Mirror Man and Rose J. Those two teams have fought in quite a few tournaments in the uh, young life of that game. But it was Nakat and Boyd who got the $10,000 first prize. But everyone in top 32 making some money, so that is awesome to see. And of course, Vortex Gallery, 50-plus tournaments. Masoma is the winner of the biggest one DNF duel holding off Scott Vermillion in the grand final. GC Yoshi rounding out the podium there. We we've, we've got the results on screen coming up of all the other ones. I want to call out Blue in the chat, helps out with the show, runs anime FGC News on Twitter getting the win in Phantom Breaker Omnia. Congratulations, Blue. Holding it down even though you didn't put uh, put up the BOV tag. We still see it. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, uh, hey,
2: Blue got the big tournament. Right? That's that that's the game. That's That that's uh it was very spicy. <laughs> uh, on the others the other screen you've got more tournament winners. Uh joy boy getting the double in alpha two and alpha three brent is cool name you might not have heard of for a while uh doing the double dip as well winning both street fighter cross tekken and ultra street fighter 4 so congratulations to everyone you see on screen it was an amazing amazing weekend of action plenty to go back and check out Um, many of the vods are on youtube already uh, all of the Twitch uh, or the uh, main stage ones are on the Evo Two K Vids channel. Uh, Vortex Gallery uploading them as we speak for the other tournaments. Uh, so for the last time, that was your weekend recap.
3: Whew.
0: We did it. I I, I correctly. I I did something right on your going away show. Oh
1: man. This is kind of this is kind of a a moment that I just like to say thank you back when I first started watching Best of V show about like maybe 4 or 5 years ago the cast was immensely different but you were here with your recaps you've always been someone inside of the fighting game community the very first time I ever physically saw you at Cobblebreaker, Breaker I know you may not remember I recognized you you didn't know who I was that's not weird because I wasn't really a big name or anything but you still took time to say hi to me you shook my hand you asked me how I felt about the podcast I told you I really liked your bits and I really liked your little emote face on there I like the fact that you talked shit to Elon you know all the time you know
2: you <laughs> I, know what that you don't have to you don't have to thank me for that <laughs> <There> was, <clears throat> I
1: appreciate oh. everything you've done inside of this community and I appreciate the opportunity you gave me to come on here and tell my side of the story of things that were happening inside of my community, things that happened to newer people inside of the fighting game community, things that happened to uh, people who were queer or femme or non-binary inside of this community. It means a lot, and I know that there are a lot of people right now who who want nothing more than just to say thank you, Steve, for bringing us the recap of not just not just not just the tournaments, but also of our lives.
2: I, I appreciate that so much. Um look, I know like I wasn't even the first one to do recaps on the show. If you remember the early days yeah. of Best of Three, Radical Ray Chun. <laughs> uh, like Ray, you you are you walk so that I could run. Thank you. Um but yeah, I you know. Yeah. You know, you you talk about thanking me for giving you an opportunity. You have done so much. You have taken the ball and you have run far, 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 farther. I don't know if that's good English, much farther than I could ever carry it. And I know that there are going to be co- people coming up who see what you do and will take that ball even further. And, you know, that's... Yeah, as long as I do that, we're here because we love fighting games. Yep, and you know if we can spark that in other people, um, it's you know I I feel like I've done my job. But you know we're not crying yet. We're not crying yet. That that's at I'm the trying end of the not show.
1: to. I'm trying not to, Steve. I swear to God, I'm
2: trying not to. Okay, I, you- I know we, we've got a lot of. Oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no. So I was going to say, Sharpie, then let me be the first to make you slightly upset, but also happy for this next segment Uh, that will make you stop crying. (laughs) So uh, we've had a ton, a ton of pizza bets going into Evo. Sharpie, you were entered into a pizza bet unknowingly, and that's my fault. Uh lucky for you, you won. So
1: <laughs> Yo,
0: so I'm, I'm excited for the
1: seven slices of pizza you already owe me.
0: <laughs> it's coming. They're coming. Uh I owe I owe like seven people pizzas after this. Uh that's how badly I lost.
2: But also won. So let, let, let let's peel back the curtain a little bit. Yes. Um the initial plan for the Evo show was to do something similar to we did at Combo Breaker. Was get in on the floor. Bring in a few guests to talk about the various games, the various things to look forward to. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get the clearance to bring guests on, so we had to scramble along last minute. And the idea we settled on was to cr- assemble a secret panel of experts to make their picks um, for Combo Breaker or mm-hmm. for for Evo, excuse me. And, you know, talk as and pepper that in as we discussed uh, who we expected to win.
0: Mm -hmm. And our panel was really damn good. I I cannot (laughs) believe we got some of these names to be part of this panel. It's pretty crazy.
3: Who was on the panel?
0: So here's the thing. We announced who they picked, but we didn't announce who the panel was. And I think it's time for us to announce who the panel was. And everybody that guessed correctly. Is getting pizza from me.
1: Nice.
0: So, without further ado, here what? is the super secret panel. Woohoo. Skullgirl's second encore was quote unquote the purple Sharpie. Uh Sharpie and I so full disclosure, Sharpie and I had like a two hour conversation the day before I left for Evo, and I forgot to ask, so I just assumed you would pick uh Sonic Fox. That's my know, bad. So and then nice. and that's and that's why I asked, like. Did you, you, were you, you were
2: going to predict Sonic Facts, right? Like, no, I was going to predict Pen Pen.
1: Yeah, I definitely would have picked Pen Pen. Sonic, (laughs) almost nobody inside the Skullgirls community would pick Sonic because Sonic has not been playing that game for like the last two years now. Like competitively. I picked
2: Pen Pen. I picked Pen Pen. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, Pen Pen.
1: Yeah, Pen Pen. Pen Pen's a really strong player, but you know what I'm happy about? The fact that I'm literally bankrupting Elon for pizza.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Uh. We'll make You're it not all the work. Only I'll get. I'll just take out another credit card. It's cool. Um, <laughs> for Melty Blood Type Lumina, we got check this shit out. Makoto Fox, who picked Jing, and of course Jing got first. Mortal Kombat 11, the one and only Katana Prime, picked. Although the, Prime. go ahead, they Steve. did
2: during top eight. They asked me is either during top eight or right before top eight. Uh. Katana Prime, I'm going to put you on blast. DM me and ask if they could change to Sonic Fox. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <just> like, no. <laughs> it's already
2: on the air. It's already shown. We're locked in. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Not
1: you putting us both on blast. That's crazy because we actually both know Sonic personally. <laughs> Literally, we both consider we both consider Sonic like family. So, like to to Sonic KP. Is like their brother,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm like their sister. So the fact that neither of us picked Sonic Fox is actually a huge blow up.
0: Well, but Tripp, I, hope, did this, pick I hope
1: this. isn't public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it'd it'd only be, be public. Nobody, if we nobody tagged
1: three. them. I'm not <laughs> trying to have Sonic unfollow
2: me <laughs> because I picked Pen, Pen. <laughs> Like, like you could get it back because you you bought one of the special edition. Uh uh plushies right
1: i bought three of them yeah <laughs>
2: everybody,
1: everybody everybody in chat was already blowing me up and everybody in the youtube comment people that don't even play skull rolls was blowing me up because they're like look at how biased these commentators are they're totally rooting against pen pen and sonic fox who does that and i'm like well <laughs> if you watch this game you would know that sage is the underdog like I really, I was, I was hoping that Sage would defeat Pen Pen and Sonic, but I didn't know if he could, and so I was like, "Oh, Pen Pen's the safe choice." And then Pen Pen loses to Sage, and I'm just.
0: (laughs) Well, look, (laughs) because of a it's like uh it's like a my
2: problem anymore.
0: uh, It's uh, (laughs) it's it's because it's like Monopoly, right? Like you got the the chance card. It's like bank error in your favor. So you picked Sonic Fox, as far as I'm concerned.
1: It's like Monopoly, but the very next time I'm in an event, Sonic's like, "Hey, Sharpie, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> uh,
0: it's exactly
1: but, like Monopoly. <laughs> all
2: right, let me let me blow up. Well, I can't blow them up because they they all pick top three. Uh, but Ebonic play, we got Ebonic to double dip. Uh, they picked Gamera for Grand Blue, Umi Show for Guilty Gear Strive, nailed both picks. Uh, Damascus. We reached out to him, he he picked Wawa for DBFC, ended up working out. ZJZ was the pick of Hell Pockets. That ended up working out. Uh, Ricksta uh, went with Arslan Ash, not a bad pick. The worst one on screen, though, finishing mm-hmm. third. And then uh, Ultra David picked Idom, and oh man, that was one round away from being right multiple times.
0: So that is our secret panel. And I owe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pizzas. Two to Ebonic Flake. Maybe I'll, I'll try to get away with just sending them one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll send them two. Uh, and one to Sharpie. So Sharpie, congratulations. You want a pizza.
1: I'd like to donate my pizza to Sonic Fox so that <laughs> they don't block me on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I'll send and you the code.
1: Congratulations on winning Evo. I'm so proud oh. of you.
0: I'll send you the code for the uh, gift card and then you can do whatever you want with it. (laughs) Play (laughs)
1: Skullgirls. It's a great game. Currently on sale right now. Play Skullgirls at sharpiepls.com. Also, play Skullgirls Mobile. Brand new character coming out, specifically Marie. Mm -hmm. Fantastic game. game. Every single penny you put into Skullgirls Mobile helps Skullgirls like an encore.
0: And 10 years, right? Since Skullgirls came out and Marie was a character, now she's finally playable? Well, going to be playable.
1: 10 years back in March, yeah.
0: Wow, oh. we'll it's we'll talk about that. 100. We'll talk about that later because we do have a reveal section. Yeah. But that well, those um, weren't the only pizza bets. No, they there were. There was not. more. And Steve, uh, I'm gonna blow you up. Because well, actually, I it was by a by lot closer. Picks. It was a lot closer than it's been. However, I said I was not gonna let you leave the show a winner. And unfortunately, <laughs> I was right. Once again, you well, have lost the pick'em battle of pizzas. You know what? To me.
2: You know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter how good you are at predictions. I am the best freaking astigator without a doubt.
0: You're the best what?
2: No one else is even close. Screw the Evo match and GG's. Okay. See you after <laughs> Top 8.
1: <laughs> Same. Same whatever whatever Steve said. I co-signed that. <laughs> Let's go, Steve.
2: Th- <laughs> that tweet, I'm sorry, Latif <laughs> is a, a a great, you know, almost making top eight in Strive, made a grand finals in Street Fighter before. Legitimately a great player. But man, that's an all-time great salty tweet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's just like frame it. And then did you see uh the voice actor who dubbed it with the uh with
0: uh uh Kaiba? Yes, I did see that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I had it saved, unfortunately. I can't pull it up right now. However, Steve, let's get to, let's get down to this. Uh also thank you so much everybody for following the show. Uh everybody from J Wong stream, hi. We're best of five, uh, your weekly FGC podcast. You can go to www.bestofvshow.com and you can follow our socials there so you can keep it up. Also, Sharpie, be- before we even get into this, Sharpie, what do you think of the new recap?
1: I really liked the format. I actually really liked it. I think my only complaint is that it went horribly the first time.
0: Yep. And the second time.
1: <laughs> and the third. And the third. And don't forget it was on the complete wrong slide. But yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I felt very professional being a part of this.
0: Steve, I'm not going to pull it up because the last time I pulled up a tweet, my audio died.
2: Okay, that's fair. And that makes but... it even
0: worse for Olson. So I'm sorry, Olson, uh, our best of five editor. Good luck. I'm kidding. I'm gonna help. All right, let's get down to it. Uh, so we had we had to pick them, Steve and I, and this is how it went. Steve, uh, I'm gonna make you read this. So, you know, it, it
2: basically Elon picked <laughs> winners in the first five games. You know, I what? I, I, I stand by my picks. Pen Pen was ridiculous, yeah, and you know was the favorite. Nicholas was the twin that that one combo breaker going into this. Ren was one of the favorites. Kane had that match dead to rights. And Scrot, you know, Scrot was arguably Sprott's a really strong player. Either. Yeah, he's best in the U.S. It, we we hadn't really seen U.S. versus Japan offline, so it was just a matter of of that. Like the only bad pick. I had was Bombabon, and mm. he's someone who made top three in Evo Online Asia uh, last year. Isn't so he also Grabler main? Isn't he also playing Potemkin? I, I wasn't going to bring it up, you know, out of respect. For I freaking company. knew
1: the worst person on your entire list, Steve, is a Potemkin main. I was literally with you when you picked Scrot, and you picked Pinpin and you picked some of those other players. And I was even going to say Steve actually knows this because look at the underdogs that he got through for Tekken. And then you picked a Potemkin player (laughs) and expected them to get somewhere in an offline tournament. You know what? Grapplers don't perform, Steve. Grapplers lose offline.
2: You know what? if we're talking about command grabs and getting in we almost had a grappler win street fighter we were we but were, they we're
1: but they did it. but they didn't you know what you know what skill
2: we're we're getting out of that uh it was a but skill yeah Olan, you won but we also had some predictions on uh some of the reveals that were coming and correct i won that so yes we we ended up even and out
0: Where's the... Was but there a also for had... the reveals? Uh, no. Okay, yeah. So anyway... Just trust that I won. Yeah, yeah, no, and you did, and I said this, because my picks for reveals were... Uh, I think I said we were going to get a full Tekken trailer, not just a teaser. Uh, I mentioned wrong? a new persona, just completely out of left field. Uh, wish I could take that back. Um, I... Assume there were gonna be dates for Street Fighter Six. And I think yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't I don't fully remember, but either way, whatever you said, Steve, was actually what happened. He was like, Yeah, there's gonna be two characters for Street Fighter Five. There's gonna be a Tekken teaser, uh, there's gonna be, like something for Dragon Ball. Steve got them all right. So we're tied on that, Steve. Except for my
2: out there uh I, I had one out there one where I was like, we'll get a new NRS game that's not Mortal Kombat. Mm. I I like
0: tro- I, I trolled the troll. I, my 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 favorite part about that is is we had a discussion about how Ed Boon kind of cornered himself into being like the troll on Twitter, yeah. right? Where he says, "Oh, nothing's happening," and then we literally discussed on the show how, "Oh, he's serious this time," and then you still made that pick. <laughs> hey, sometimes sometimes you just gotta play with your heart.
2: EXTP on either. wake up
1: I didn't trust them either Steve
2: yeah true but true. you know what maybe you shouldn't listen to us maybe you should listen to some of our viewers instead because we we offered up a contest to uh our viewers as well mm-hmm. more to pizzas see, I gotta uh, give out yeah well I'm giving away one of them um and we have the results here Le Dragon is your winner Scoring 695 out of a possible 900. uh, Predicting Jing, Gamera, Wawa, ZJZ, and me as winners. Also had Idom finishing second. Uh, So pretty, pretty good squad there. 100 points ahead of our second place finisher, Boombox Hero, who is uh, the lucky beneficiary of me running my mouth because I said, yeah, I'll do two pizzas. (laughs) Or I'll do an extra pizza to make it two pizzas.
0: Game time decisions, Uh, man. That adrenaline gets you.
2: So, dragon and Boombox Hero, I will be reaching out to you uh, after the show. And we will get you gift cards to uh, get some pizza on us. So, congratulations.
0: Yep. And I will be paying out all my pizzas starting tomorrow when I get my paycheck. Because I cannot right now. Yeah. (laughs) Pizza debts. Pizza debt. Always. Always pizza debts.
2: Pizza
1: recession.
0: Uh, pizza recession. Hopefully, there's oh, never oh, such a thing. That sounds awful.
2: It's never.
0: It's never a pizza
2: recession in the Ace King House.
0: Maybe there will be a pizza got famine got pizza in the future. We got pizza
2: surpluses. We got pizza deflation. Uh, let, we, we
1: got Let's pizza surpluses. Pizza recessions. Pizza reveals.
0: <laughs> pizza reveals. That's a really good one. Thank you, Sharpie. the The Segway Master is back. Man, we had time. so many. So Go many. Ahead. We had
2: so many. It even started before Evo started mm-hmm. because TSM added a player to their ranks. And it was Chris CCH, Aww. who's been on a pretty nice tier as of late. Uh, so, congratulations, Chris. Welcome to You Are Now Teammates with Leffen. Mm hmm. And that's the dream in life, I guess.
3: <laughs> I you say that's so. all, That's all I got. <laughs>
2: also, uh, arcade one up, freed MVC two. <laughs> uh, so they announced the an arcade machine with MVC two. Also, a whole bunch of other games in the versus series, MVC one. Uh, Marvel vs. Street Fighter, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Children of the Atom is in there. Uh, so that, that no pricing as of yet. Uh, pre-orders will start on September 8th, so be on the lookout for that if you are so inclined.
1: Or our Wireless Warrior, because apparently it's only available on Wi-Fi.
2: Ooh. Oh, you know? Rips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I... I don't know anybody who's going to be playing MVC two, and is going to be using the online function. You know, like I don't, I don't think I know anybody.
2: If you were playing, if you're, if you were waiting for this to yeah. play MVC two, I don't think Wi Fi is going to be the deterrent for you. I agree. I I, I, think I agree. <laughs> those who are inclined to play. Real matches, real matches, have probably found alternatives already.
0: Although uh Solonero in our chat saying that they confirmed an Ethernet port in the machine.
1: Why was that not confirmed
2: inside of that message? Well, that's, well, all want, they, that's all I, I, I want That's all I wanna know. They've I, got a I, month I, before they start taking orders.
0: So I'll be honest, I didn't even okay. know that was a thing that they didn't have. And I, I think that's both hilarious and awful. <laughs> uh, so Ethernet ports, maybe.
2: All right, let's get into <laughs> yeah. some of these main <laughs> reveals that we had during Evo itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharpie, and it wasn't just my wig.
0: No, Though no, I will th- say that, was, that one did take the night. <laughs> that one, yeah that that
2: was the moment of Friday. Um, we also had. Right before top eight, the reveal of the final character of uh, the season pass, and it is Marie, one hundred percent, not three hundred percent. But how do you feel about this one?
3: Uh, now if well, you've Steve. had
2: some time for your wig to 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 be settled in its snatchedness, I, I I don't even know if that's a word it is now
3: well steve
1: <laughs> new character no <laughs> no 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 this is my hair oh, i man. have nothing underneath i i, <laughs> I have nothing know, there underneath was that this.
2: slight possibility that slight possibility like oh that's her hair but wait <laughs> she wouldn't no, go I saw that both far, far for a bit and she? i
1: was like oh no <laughs> Um, no, I do just want to add as an aside that this is the season one pass. Uh, Hidden Variable and Feature Club have not confirmed as to whether or not we may see a season two DLC pass for Skullgirls. But um, I, I'm, I'm excited for Marie. I think she's a very popular character that a lot of people wanted inside of Skullgirls. She already has all of her sprites inside of the game because Marie 3, 300 is a, is a boss character mm-hmm. inside of the game that you can already fight. <laughs> so a lot of people who were a little bit smarter than me and don't know the Nev's guessed that it was going to be her just because her sprites are already finished. I wouldn't have said it was a very intelligent guess, but like, what do I know? You know, <laughs> because she got in the game. So congratulations to everyone who who really wanted her. Um, there's still some characters that I'd really like to see inside of the game, but ultimately, as I'm not necessarily 100% invested inside of the character roster for Skullgirls any longer. I'm just really happy to see that the game is still getting updates and getting new characters and Mm -hmm. just moving on the momentum that they've so aptly deserved for such a long time.
0: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Also, how did you feel about that lone uh, Beowulf player making it to top eight?
1: You know, I actually had thoughts because (laughs) I, I had a lot of thoughts. I think his match was the very first, or it was like, It was, like, the third or fourth one that Mm. I commentated, and it was, like, it was really, really late at night. It was, like, 10 o'clock or something already. It was, like, 8 or so when we got to his match, which already was, like, 11 o'clock my time, so I'm already pretty tired. For reference, right now it's 10 o'clock, so Mm. I'm, like, kind of getting up there. But I had been up since 5 a.m. Pacific time, so I was already it, it, disgustingly tired, and then I had to commentate a freaking solo Beowulf match with the voice of Kai Kennedy sitting right next to me. Like, hey, do you think Beowulf's gonna win? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, God, I hope not. Like, <laughs> I really hope not. I, I watched. I watched that player get into get into top eight. It was sitting there the whole time. Like, this solo Beowulf's not really gonna get into top eight, right? And then he did. And he almost beat Lazy. (laughs) What?
0: I will say this. You hit it very well. You were very professional in your commentary.
1: When people pay me money, Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to (laughs) get. That's what you're going to get. Everybody can come for my commentary any day they want. They can say I repeat words. They can say I'm biased. They can say whatever they want. But what you will not know is my actual thoughts (laughs) until I have gotten paid. Okay? (laughs) You will not know what I actually think about that match.
2: Dude guy. Almost made it happen. Made top eight so, with Solo Bayo. Um, second best in that match. Second best name in top eight behind, or third best. I'd have to put it behind Lazy Bake Oven and behind Stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> if, if if you're a player coming in and you name, you call yourself Stuff, you're on some other stuff. You you know you're you're on some other level than yeah. That that I, I'm I'm stopping now. Uh, <laughs> someone in chat one is
1: asking, someone in chat is asking uh, that I just, dis- do I dislike the Beowulf because he's a grappler? No, I dislike Beowulf because he doesn't have to play the game. He gets to ignore Undizzy. Solo Beowulf does an obtuse amount of damage. And Undizzy is one of the limiters that allows you to not do an infinite amount of combos inside the game. Solo Beowulf gets to ignore all of that. And before you're like, well, Sharpie, don't you play a solo? Yes. And it doesn't need to be fixed. It's just a Beowulf
2: problem. <laughs> Uh, uh, we did did not get any reveals uh, from Netherrealm we did get something from WB today uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, multiverses saying that their their first season is going to start on the 15th Mm -hmm. so on Monday there was some speculation that that might be in flux because of the merger that that they're going through, but uh that is going to go for it. But nothing for MK. Also uh, I think so, they
0: also announced that Morty's coming on the twenty
2: sec- second. Okay, 20 I was
0: gonna second? Twenty second I believe.
1: Thanks for New ranked modes, new skins, new mm-hmm. areas. They're like doing I think it's like a local arcade inside of the game oh, as
2: well. Cool. Yeah. Twenty third gotcha. for Rick and Morty. So so that will be just Morty. next Tuesday. Just Morty, excuse me. Um, Going from just Morty to just Melty. uh, Because Melty Blood, not a big reveal on stream. Um, They had a video that, due to time constraints, they could not play. uh, But it did get into some of the battle system changes that are coming very soon to the game. Um, Also, two new characters uh, that will be announced later. We did talk about uh, uh, MASH and uh, Nekoarch, uh on the preview show. Mm-hmm. They are six of the season of eight characters that are coming for free. Two more later later on to look forward to.
0: Yep. Also, Olsen, uh, our editor slash producer, uh, is a big melty blood person. They've been playing for a hot minyot. And according to them, or according to him, sorry, uh, the Melty Patch addressed almost every community concern or every community Aww. complaint about the game. So that's a big, big win for the Melty Blood community. So, hey, more Melty Blood. I
1: don't expect anything less from French bread. They've always been really plugged into the community. And I'm really happy that, like, they're not letting their success at Evo change their general, like, approach to mm. how they treat the community in the game. That's good.
2: You know which community didn't get all of their desires addressed at Evo? Grand Blue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the the so Grand Blue did get an announcement uh, at Evo during their top eight, and it was for a community league, an online tournament series. It's um, online. Oh, that's so disrespectful! Wow. It's no, so so, it is a tournament. It's a regional tournament. Uh, eight qualifiers in Asia, Europe, and North America, two in each little mini region. Uh, if you win, you qualify for a regional final. Each regional final has five thousand dollars of pricing on the line. Okay. Unfortunately, the many of the fans of Grand Blue were hoping for. One magic word, one magic compound word starts with an R, ends with an Olbeck. They did not get that word.
1: (laughs) That's the most disrespectful (laughs) thing you can do when your consumer wants a better online connection is give them not even a publisher-based tournament with money, but give them an online tournament for money. That's so rude. (laughs)
0: The the even Dragon crazier... Ball
1: didn't even do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna mention the even crazier part is there was such a huge momentum for rollback, right? Because at the panel at the K uh, the SNK panel, they announced uh, Sam show was getting rollback, so everybody was in an uproar. Then Dragon Ball Fighters announced rollback, and everybody was just losing their mind. And then the one last one they were expecting, well, two, one of two they were expecting. Online tournament, <laughs> delay based online tournament.
1: That's so unfortunate. The Grand Blue Ooh. community, I feel so bad for them. Ever since launch, Grand Blue has not had a fair chance inside of this community. <sighs> and it's so unfortunate because the reality is th- it probably isn't even performing well enough for the developers to go back and, and put time into it. Like the reality I- is, Dragon Ball probably sold well enough <sighs> that they're able to then put back rollback and do that inside of an update. Sam Show. Also had enough time offline to sell, you know? Grand Blue had exactly two months after it came out. I think it was actually like a month, right? It was like a month that it had been out and then quarantine started. That's, That's so unfortunate. I'm so sorry if your game is Grand Blue. Just know that you deserve a good game. You deserve a community that loves you. And I hope that you're able to get through this regardless of whether or not you getting rollback and online connections.
2: Yeah, and that's that's to take nothing away from the fans because i mean Mm -hmm. they had a great showing at evo they're going to continue playing the game um rollback doesn't really you know it's so important for games going forward yeah because now that it's it's evolved to a point where that is sort of an expectation that's a that's a bare minimum that that players expect you to have um yeah you know, we we were just sort of you know it, the pandemic really cemented that, and like you said, it came out a month before the pandemic really set in in the in the us. So
1: you know what's frustrating uh, to me, Steve, before we move on to the next thing because I know we only have a little bit of time, but what's frustrating to me is literally for the le- for three years before the pandemic happened, I had been screaming about how important it was to play online. And that's not a secret. I've been saying that I'm only going to play games with good online. Those are the only games I'm personally going to be playing. And if anybody was a betting person, a betting man or a betting woman or a betting anything in between, they would have read that to mean players are starting to change what is important. But for the longest time, companies did not change until money affected their bottom line. And to me, that is incredibly, incredibly upsetting. Because it means that moving forward, the only way that we will ever see real change inside of this community is when money starts affecting these companies' bottom lines. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it should be. That's not the way the community was built up. The community was built up. We love something. We create something. And then hopefully publishers manage it so that we're able to continue maintaining it. And that is not the system that we live in any longer, right? I think that's what quarantine really cemented is that up until they were like, oh, now they're forced into this environment. We have nothing here, even though players have been saying this for a year. Killer Instinct, Skullgirls, Power for the Grid, Battle for the Grid. All of these companies, all of these indie companies for years have been doing rollback net code.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: should not have taken a preventable pandemic for Japanese companies to decide that net code, specifically rollback based net code, was important. That should not have been necessary at all. I'm very happy that a lot of these companies are now changing, but I just want to say for the record, this should never have had to happen for this change to be standard. It should have always been the standard, and a lot of American-based independent companies have been treating it like the standard for years.
2: And you got to remember, you know, uh, we'll move on real quick because, I, you know, we can run a little late. I I, want to respect your time. I, I don't want this to end. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but you, you got to remember, for a lot of Japanese companies in the Japanese market, there really isn't a, a concern about performance with delay-based netcode because mm-hmm. the country is so much more compact, because there isn't as much disparity in, you know, connection speed and connection quality as there is in the U.S. with the vast differences or vast distances that we have to cover
0: because they have a lot better infrastructure than we do.
2: Well, I mean they have they have weak points as well, but you're talking about a country the size of California. Yep.
1: It um, just feels like a lot of these companies for wanting to appease the American market actively ignore something that a lot of people said that they wanted for a very long time, even ignoring my conversations about it. There have been multiple people outside of just myself that have been asking and begging for netcode for years. Mm-hmm. Chris G, Say Jam, Sonic Fox, just to name three off the top of my head right now. And yeah. it's, 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 it's a dark mark on a lot of these very large companies that that is what had to happen in order for change to be made despite multiple community members speaking up about it.
2: You, you know, you speak of people waiting a long time to get rollback. You know who else has had to wait a long time? Fans of Persona. The wait is over. Uh, They had announced that they were bringing rollback to the game earlier this year. Uh, During Evo, Atlas announced that it's available now. So if you have PS4, you've got the update uh, that you can install for the game, get you rollback. Uh, Steam, you have, uh, it's an open beta that you can opt into. So you have if if you wanted to play Teddy with without the the uh, concern of delay netcode, now is your chance. Oh.
1: I man. actually did want to play that game, so I'm very happy about this. I did not know that they had rollback. I'm very excited about this. I actually did want to play this game. Yeah, and me. I didn't play it because of the there was no good online, so
0: yeah, they announced. So they had a panel, if I'm not mistaken, where they announced it, and then mm-hmm. uh, one of the, I think it was either community manager or producer came out at Sunday finals, and like as soon as you know, it's really funny since I, my wild card guess was a new persona game. When they came out, I was like, I did it. I guessed right. And yeah! I like, remember? And then it was just remember just the beta rookie, it. you, Bye. It's like <laughs> they got me again. <laughs> um. Got
2: and then we did get into the Sunday announcements yes. and it There's kicked off <laughs> with SNK and it SNK came with the three hit combo off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go into that. Now, some of this was teased during the... Um, oh, th- there we go.
0: I fixed it. So... So, it was really. So, if you go to our YouTube channel, I recorded the crowd reaction, which, like, those videos are doing stupidly well for some reason. Um, it was so funny that, like, everybody was just kind of silent for this, right? Because nobody knew what to expect after this, and this, like, the Orochi team had already been announced. So, it's super interesting to, like, just listen to the crowd, like, just being very, like, nonchalant about this announcement. And then. ...the other stuff happens. Alright, uh, this is, this is a one minute, 40... ...or this is a two minute trailer, so I'm gonna go ahead and skip to the good part, if that's okay. Aww. okay. okay. So, Here we go. They announced Team 4. This is where the crowd erupted. Especially for this part.
3: Hey, yo!
2: Oh, my. Sam Shop?
1: Yo! What?
0: But that's not all. Nah, oh, go, Oh,
1: that's pretty freaking hype. Okay.
2: But that's okay. not all. Okay. The one and only. Darlie Dagger.
1: Oh, my God, mommy. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud?
2: Yes, and it's perfectly That's fine. okay. If you didn't, I was going to. Ha! But then there's more. What?
0: The next season of KOF 15 okay. is coming. And this is where people even lost their minds even more. Shingo. Shingo is coming back in the fold. Kim. It was really funny. Olsen was talking about how he wanted Kim. Olsen got Kim. And... Crossplay is coming to Hey, K1. they
1: got crossplay?
0: Absolutely. Yo. Coming twenty twenty-three, unfortunately, but okay. it's coming. And there you have it. That's the uh the update for the roadmap. Up until twenty twenty three. Nice. Hey, one like other thing that. one other thing worthy of mentioning is uh kof 15 on pc has had has been plagued with matchmaking issues even though the netcode is great getting matches is awful apparently those have been slightly fixed and hopefully with the addition of crossplay those will be gone so good on SNK. but if you
2: found if you found out all of this from the trailer you didn't get a chance to breathe because they played another one right afterwards. These were all back what? to back to back. There's more.
1: Oh, my God. That's stressful.
2: Embrace death? No. Embrace rollback.
1: <gasps> Yay! Yep.
0: Yeah, so this Yay! is something they announced at their panel, but they had a full-blown trailer. Uh, uh, during Evo Finals. And then immediately after that, we got this. Oh, my God. And I gotta tell you, like the anticipation in the venue, like you could cut it with a butter knife.
2: It's just this is where people back to back to back.
0: People didn't know what to expect, so they didn't lose it until they saw this next bit.
1: Hey yo,
0: is greenlit. Everybody lost their mind. It was crazy. That's huge.
2: we now officially live in a world where rebooting the Garu series is an official,
0: actual government
2: policy.
3: Wow!
0: Twenty-three years, I think, since uh, since Garu, the first one came out. So
1: I actually don't remember ever being like like I'm thirty-one. And I I don't remember ever being alive and there being like Fatal Fury in my house. Mm -hmm. So that's, this is a really big deal. Yeah. Like, wow, that's huge. I'm so happy SNK decided to bring that back. Yeah. There are a lot of new players that will enjoy that bit of history. That's good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, like like we were saying, uh, like with the addition of the good rollback, King, uh, King of Fighters 15 has been received very well. So it's great to see that SNK is doing more. More is never bad. Well, more is good in the systems. <laughs> <laughs> then then after, uh, Tekken after KOF, Tekken, yeah. Tekken came. And, and they announced a few things. They announced a few things. However, something very interesting worthy of note is the uh, nobody showed up on stage. It was Sumichu who was the host of the arena. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. she's great. Uh, if you don't know who Sumichu is, she used to uh, do a lot for the GDQ community. Now she's off doing everything else. Uh, they're uh, wonderful. So big ups to them. And uh, Sumichu introduced this. Yeah. Well, uh, she,
2: she, they introduced three things. It was a three piece uh, uh, trailer. Number mm-hmm. one was that there is a balance patch yes. coming to Tekken very yep. soon. Unfortunately, and I don't a lot have of that people tra-
0: are- Yeah, I don't have that trailer loaded up. However, something very interesting is the roller coaster of emotions that people went through for that Tekken announcement was very interesting because they they somebody said the trailer's coming. They're gonna play the trailer. Everybody started like, you know. We started shaking. All of a sudden we saw the new graphics and it was uh it was like uh get ready for the next battle or whatever. And I, people started shaking, and then all of a sudden they announced it was a trailer for Tekken World Tour, and everybody just like Y'all thought it was Tekken
1: eight. The way they set it up, everyone thought it was Tekken eight. Yes. I was there so, and I thought I was looking at Tekken Eight. They redid the very first ending of Tekken with new graphics, and then they're like, Are y'all ready for the world tour? And Haruda Haruda's there with Rip, Steve, and everybody. And I'm just like, I thought so, it
2: was the new. Yes. Tour. So 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 they announced the, uh, the
3: world tour. They uh, the, they
0: announced the patch. Wait, then, then they announced the hold World on. Tour. Yes. So, But here's the thing. The way the trailer set it up is new graphics, new Tekken, here it comes, Tekken World Tour. All right. Then after the Tekken World Tour, they announced something that I don't think anybody was anticipating, and it's a new balance patch for Tekken 7 with balance changes, new mechanics, and that's it. Uh But that's crazy. Right? Like, that's the one thing people were not expecting. So there's more coming to Tekken 7. It's crazy. After that, they announced the Tekken World Tour Finals, which is going to take place in Amsterdam yes. uh, on fe- in February of next year. Yes. Which is pretty exciting. Yes. And then, this happened. Oh. Yeah, this is We've what
2: seen I We've seen this before. We've seen this before.
0: Yoink. Everybody was kind of giggling. It's like, ha ha ha, it's this again. Ha ha ha. Boom. Yeah. It's Kazuya. Now, here's the thing. There's been a lot of speculation over what this is, what it means, who, what, mm-hmm. where, why, and when. I got you an answer. First okay. of all, I thought it was very bizarre that uh, Harada and Michael Murray did not address the crap. Right? Like, <laughs> Harada and Michael Murray, like, jumped uh, the commentators, and then they left. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but here's what we can glean. there's a lot of information here here's what we can glean from this let me let me let me get back to it let's skip to the thing now here's what we can glean from this first we can glean that this is Tekken 8 or the next installation of Tekken why here's how this is Unreal Engine 5.
1: How do you know because of the lighting
0: not only the lighting, but if we fast forward just a little bit, see the, the temple? Like, his, uh, his temple... You're right! right. The You're right! The, sh- yeah. the dithering in the shadow is how uh, Unreal Engine 5 did, handles lighting. Did You're anyone right. think this wasn't a new Tekken project? A lot of people were speculating whether it's going to be a remake or something completely different. This is why it's not a remake and here's why it's a continuation. In Tekken 1, Kazuya did not have the scars on his cheeks. Kazuya did not have the crazy red devil glowing eyes so this is Tekken 5 or Tekken 8 rather not Tekken 5 hopefully wow. not. um yeah so this is Tekken 8 this is how they are teasing it and immediately after this the game awards tweeted out that exact image saying get ready so my assumption is they're going to be announcing Tekken 8 we're going to get a full trailer at the game awards
1: oh cool so Tekken 8 is going to be the best fighting game of all time in 2024 good to know yeah <laughs> fighting game of the year. <laughs> well, that was, <laughs> Good to know. Know, that's
2: probably you know, that's probably going to be December 2022. It'll either be that or, you know, I took it as we're going to get, you know, we're not ready to announce it now. But seeing as how it came right after the trailer for the Tekken World Tour Finals in February, mm-hmm. that's when you can expect to hear, you know, even if you get an official announcement, that will probably be when we get the first juicy look at if it's Tekken 8 or Tekken Take 3 or whatever it is uh, but yeah they're saying they're saying watch us in February without outright saying
0: Well watch I us in I don't February. think that's it. I think the the Game Awards tweet leads me to believe that they are doing the Tekken what they did the Mortal Kombat. Mm. Right. So if you don't recall uh Mortal Kombat like uh NRS had a very set schedule where they were releasing Mortal Kombat 10 or uh, Injustice, Mortal Kombat 10, Injustice 2. And then the year that Mortal Kombat 11 was supposed to be announced at E3, no Mortal Kombat 11. However, Mortal Kombat 11 at the Game Awards. I think this is the same thing, and I think this is the only way that they were able to work something out with the Game Awards that Harada and Michael Murray were happy with, where it's like, let us at least tease it because we have to show something. We can't let these people just hang uh, hanging out to dry. Let us get this tease, and then you can have the full trailer at the Game Awards. You, uh, the that's one They want to be it Evo
1: so bad.
0: Yep. It, it doesn't make sense
2: to me to to tease something just you know four months earlier. That it, it it feels like okay, you might see something at yeah. You know, when, when I I don't think. Well, you're not going to get me to pay up. <laughs> 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 but I would if I was still going to be on the show. I feel like. Evo was always going to get something. Tekken World Tour was always going to get the first bite, first juicy bite. Game Awards might be something in between, maybe. Or maybe it's just a little bit of promotion because mm-hmm. that's really the only new game announcement we got. Everything else was additions of things that were already announced when we talk about Street Fighter VI and Guilty Gear Strive. That's the only one where it's big AAA new game. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think it's going to
0: be at Game Awards. That's uh, a bit of an imaginary pizza. I on it.
1: wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Game Awards because right now we're at the end of Q3. Starting on Q4, this is the perfect time for people to start talking about new games. So, like, it really makes sense to me to see, like, especially if they don't have any more news for the rest of the year. Like, this is when you have to announce something before the end of Q4, because going into Q4, that's when everyone spends up their Christmas budgets and everything like that. You have to get them excited, especially if you have nothing to announce by the end of Q4, which would be December. And like what Game Awards is next year, March, right?
0: Not December. Oh, it's December December this year.
1: Yeah, then that, that, so, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm, that makes sense same. to me for rollout schedules and production schedule and marketing. This would be the perfect time to do it if you did need to make a December announcement. Mm-hmm. That's, that is 100% on schedule. The issue that I have with it is, why are you saving it for the Game Awards? And the answer is because casuals, because they want to get it to the biggest audience possible and E3 is dead. So Money.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> that, I mean, that point of view... That will get way more eyes on it than Tekken World Tour Finals will.
1: Yeah, but
3: yeah, yeah, but um, anyway, it makes sense
1: to me. But speculation, all speculation.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense to me too. Uh, Also, uh, I wanted to clear something up. Blue uh, Street Fighter Six is in the RE engine, unfortunately. So it might be that Tekken uh, Tekken Eight is going to be our first fighting game in Unreal Engine Five. If it's Unreal Engine Five, I'm pretty sure it is because the dithering on the shadow is how Unreal Engine Five handles lighting. So, that's that's my. I thought
1: I thought take. Project L was also in Unreal.
0: Is it a, in? Oh wait, no. Sorry. I always, for whatever reason, I always tend to lump Riot and Epic into one. Yeah. Um, is it an Unreal Five? I thought it was hmm. because I because
1: I remember seeing I remember seeing inside of some of the early versions some of the particle effects mm-hmm. and some of like the lighting inside mm-hmm. of there. That didn't seem to be possible inside of other versions of like Unreal Engine uh, four and stuff. Yeah. So I I thought that, it was,
0: but I don't have any yeah. proof. Like Yeah, I, I didn't think about that either. So maybe Project L, depending on when they release, uh, will be there. Yeah, nothing Who confirmed.
2: N- nothing confirmed as of yet. What we okay. did get confirmed, uh, was a new season of the Street Fighter League uh and it, with a little bit of a, a twist because we've had we have the japanese league which is actually already started we have the united states league but now we have a european street fighter league which mm-hmm. first time we've really had a sanctioned team competition over in europe since um uh i forget the name of it
0: but it was the uh gfinity oh yeah mm. yeah so. Th- that was a really cool series man I'm I'm sad it didn't do as well as it should have been in my eyes. Um but you know shout outs to time Europe it- man they've been you know the-, the it's about time that Europe is getting the re- the recognition they deserve right cuz the European scene yes. has been like really like a uh, a huge presence in the FGC for a while. Uh yeah. they've been grinding like we uh we saw it with Tech, the, like The Tekken scene, when we talked with Spag and with Ice Edge and everybody from the European scene uh, about their exhibition and how they've been growing and getting their, their stuff together. You're welcome, Olsen. Uh, we, and it's been a very hot topic that, you know, in Street Fighter that, you know, the European region has been extremely strong uh, to the point where they had even a salty sweet thing about it, um, which we're not going to get into right now because we don't have time. Uh, but... It's about time. It's about dang time. Good for them. Yes. Now, speaking I, of time, I yes. <laughs> so let's let's hurry up here. Uh, so I was walking around the venue. I had just like gotten my ass beat on stream, like very embarrassingly, like 3-0, very free in winners finals of my pool. Still made air pools. Uh, for guilty your strive. Uh, I then t- took a minute, sat down, and I just happened to sit down for the Street Fighter 6 panel. And in that Street Fighter 6 panel, they announced this. You know Stacey Steve we'll is control. a featured commentator in Street Fighter 6. Did you say never heard of him? No, I said good for him. Oh, good for
2: him, sorry. That would be insane if somehow she had never heard of Tasty Steve.
0: Speaking of crying, James Chen is the other featured commentator, and now I...
1: No, that was a bad segue, no!
0: Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, That was not a segue knocking him on crying. Like I said, I'm a big fan of crying, but when this trailer was happening, Right after the trailer they introduced Stacy, Steve and James Chen and James Chen had tears streaming down his face And rightfully oh, so like this is a, this is such a cool moment, right? like, that
3: was like now, here's, that. But here's
0: something else before before we go through nothing more amazing. I'm gonna rewind just a little bit because this kill? gives us a hint into how this mode is gonna work a little bit better Take a listen Crazy! That was a solid win. Give me your takeaways on what we just saw. There is nothing more amazing than playing a close match with someone down to the wire like that. Yo, I can't argue with you. What a game. Now, here's why that's important, what we just heard. The two commentators are interacting with each other. We did not know this before, so that means, much like in the real world, I think in this mode of uh, Street Fighter 6, we are going to get commentary duos. And it'd be really cool if you could pick your commentary duos. This is really neat. I'm probably never going to use this feature, but I think it's badass nonetheless. (laughs) I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad that Will It Kill is now canon. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm glad to see James get this opportunity. Steve as well. Uh, They've both been Mm -hmm. grinding so hard to get those opportunities. Uh, Vicious and Aru as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And Tasty Steve on the panel said that he asked the producers if he was canon to Street Fighter 6, and they said yes. And apparently, like he like
1: lost some shit. so that's really cool.
0: So, congrats to oh, the I can't both of even them.
1: Imagine how happy that made him.
3: Yeah,
2: oh, I would. I, I would love if you could somehow get inter, uh, like international duos. Like if you could pair James and Aru, <laughs> and have them both con like like it's Tekken where they're just both talking in their own language and they Hell understand yeah. each other. Completely.
0: That would be sick. That would be sick. Speaking of Aru, by the way, Aru at the arena finals got to introduce. The reveal for Street Fighter 6. And that was the hypest thing I think I have ever experienced.
1: I've never seen anyone introduce a segment like that, by the way. It was felt I felt thoroughly like I was not allowed to be watching that. That's how beautiful it was.
3: It felt illegal for
1: me to be watching.
2: If only Capcom Germany had gotten time zones right. Because they tweeted out. They released stuff early. It was on Twitter um about 24 hours early but if you did not watch if you did not pay attention to that segment of twitter um you may have been surprised by what you saw after the finals on sunday for street fighter and here is what they
0: have oh wait is this the wrong trailer yep (laughs) sorry Yeah, I managed to avoid all those spoilers too, Olsen. I think it's just because we were in that arena all day. But there she is.
1: It's me! I'm in Street Fighter 6!
0: Also canon, the Street Fighter 6 is the the purple Sharpie.
1: It's really funny. The first time I'm actually talking about it, I literally have my hair out, not in braids, and my voice is gone. (laughs) (laughs) But usually usually I look and sound very similar to this.
0: Yeah, so uh, we got... A PlayStation blog post and we got a little bit of background on Kimberly and she is a self-invited guy uh, Apprentice of guy, so she just kind of showed up and was like guy teach me this shit Jerk and he did uh, So she is a Bushinryu fighter. So a ninja Do it and she uses uh, a lot of 80s. Uh, she's a big fan of the 80s culture so she uses a lot of uh, a lot of 80s culture hits like uh, her cassette player, spray paint, all that other fun stuff. So she is a character that is full personality, and I cannot wait to see more. And, and, then, and then. And then. A thousand wow. voices cried out in ecstasy. I'll tell you when they started crying out. Wait, 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 wait. Right there.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> no shoes. Yep.
0: I'm, yep.
2: You know, I'm not saying they should, I'm just saying they exist, but the design looks so
0: good. Yeah. She looks really good. Like, oh man, so, uh, she, so jury is going to be more like her street fighter five version. However, uh, in street fighter five, she has to charge stocks of, uh, for her moves to come out in this. She can always do every move, however, if she charges them, it's a stronger version of those moves than they show in this trailer, like, you're able to combo in and out of them, uh, if you have them charged up. She has Feng Shui engine, uh, so, and this super is from Street Fighter IV. This is her Street Fighter IV Ultra 2, I believe?
3: So...
2: 10,000 voices just cried out in ecstasy right there.
3: Yeah. And only one of us is allowed to do the killing.
0: And then she posts URL on her timeline because it's Modern Street Fighter. I'm well, yeah. surprised she Perry.
1: showed the bottom of her feet for free <laughs>
0: <laughs> to get more. Than I'm to to her still only
3: surprised. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I, addition, I
2: feel like uh, go ahead. I, I feel like the you know whatever you feel about the art design and art direction of Street Fighter Six. I feel like they're being far more successful in achieving what they want to do in this early part than they were with the direction of Street Fighter Five.
0: 100 percent So yeah, and this is something we've talked about here. It feels like everything that they're showing for Street Fighter Six is a lot more intentional. And a lot yeah. more thought out than anything that we saw for Street Fighter V pre-release and post-release. To be five,
1: there was a lot of leaks. There were yeah. a lot of leaks for five, and a lot of the leaks came at a point in time when the graphics weren't even ready. Like everybody remembers Banana Ken, and how much that damaged the game. Oh yeah. wait, that was NBC. Well, Banana
0: Ken was well, yeah. Banana, Banana Ken Ken was, was still
2: yeah. <laughs> that was very much on release yeah
0: mvci was oh, the one that had never mind. that they showed a lot of gameplay that didn't look very good uh and then the game yeah, came out chunk-based. and it looked marginally better uh i do want to say one thing before we move on to our final trailer here and i'll promise to make this short i stood in line for an hour and a half and i got to play one game of street fighter six uh and it was very funny because i was by myself uh and all of a sudden like i'm like Order like a quarter of the way out and they're like, Oh, this person's by themselves too. You you're by yourself. Play them. I was like, Great. Uh and I was excited to try out a bunch of stuff. I was excited to really try everything. But the person I was playing with was not interested in trying nothing. They just wanted to play the game. Which is perfectly fine. And they had fun. I had fun. It was great. Uh they're way more into Street Fighter than I am. <laughs> uh before we walked up to play, they were like, Oh, so what character are you playing? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna play Ryu. He's like, Oh, who are you playing five? I was like, uh, i play karen he's like oh well jamie is a Bajiquan fighter and his inspiration are yun and yang and they're Bajiquan fighters too and karen has hints of and i was like all right cool i'm still gonna play you though uh but shout out to them they're super hype about the game uh the game i think it's because of unfamiliarity and like a lack of um lack of hands-on it did feel a little bit stiff so that's why i think it's just unfamiliarity but The game looks great in motion it's super fun everything feels good like it feels good to press buttons it feels good to get a parry it feels good to do the the drive impact it feels good to do everything in that game it's really it's really cool and even like with the very very minimal time i got with it i am very optimistic about what we're going to see in the future for street fighter 6 so big ups to capcom for having uh a demo build of it there i'm excited i wish i could have played it more but one and a half hours in line is all i could muster
1: It feels like they're going more for the Street Fighter 4 art uh, direction than they are the Street Fighter 5 very, very realistic art direction. They're just trying to have fun with it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot more visible inside of every single trailer we've seen for the game so far. And I think that's also why a lot of people are having more fun with the engagement as well. It looks like it's just here for fun.
0: Yeah, and something that I don't think I've ever noticed until I played it myself is that the game is very colorful, but it's not... Mm -hmm. It's colorful when meaningful things happen, right? Like, cause at, at at its like neutral, things look great. However, they're very like it, it feels very monochromatic. Not necessarily monochromatic. That's not what I mean. But it feels like uh, it feels like every old Street Fighter. However, as soon as you get a parry, you get splashes of color. As soon as you get like a drive impact or an EX move, you get splashes of color everywhere. It looks so f***ing cool. So, f- cool. uh, and I. I think that's it, it's hard to get used to in the sense that it changes so much when meaningful things happen. However, it's so cool even to just watch, right? Because when something meaningful happens, you get this giant splash of color on the screen. It's a huge hint that's like, "Oh, this is something that's huge." As soon as you get a perfect parry, blues and purples are all across the screen. If you get a um if you get a drive impact uh counter, so drive impact uh is like the focus attack of Street Fighter 5 or Street Fighter 6, sorry uh if if you get a counter hit with it you get a huge crumple and you get a huge uh combo for damage when you do get that counter hit with it giant splashes of whatever your character's colors are show up on the screen and then it all goes back into the character you're beating up it's crazy it looks so cool uh in motion that game is unbelievable um i cannot wait to see where it comes the re engine they're finally using it and they're using it very well it feels very responsive i don't know what kind of monitors we were playing on but i didn't feel like i was being hindered by monitors or controllers or anything like that um so i'm excited i'm excited uh i just wanted to dive in that for a little bit because uh i played it street fighter 6 i can't believe it we did it (laughs) we did it reddit all right we got one final thing and then and then we'll, we'll and let then Steve have the floor. Point. And then one more, like, the, the real final thing. The final. <laughs> uh, the last game, and much like uh, all the other uh, tournaments, it ran long. I think we were in that arena until, like, I was in that arena until, like, 1 a.m. watching the end of Guilty Gear. Uh, but right before Top 8, they announced some stuff. Uh, but even before then, at the panel, they revealed the roadmap for the future of Guilty Gear Strife. And this is what it is. Um, I just clicked the wrong button. Sorry. I'm still getting used to this controller. So, So, uh, summer 2022, a new character is going to get announced. Additional colors. Reducing input delay on the PlayStation 5 version, which is huge. mm. Apparently, they got it to 4K 60 frames per second on the PlayStation 5 is like one frame off of 1080p 60 frames per second on PC. Wow. that's, That's giant.
2: If you do the basic ver- the basic uh, version of Steam, like 60 frames, uh, or 60 hertz, excuse me, PS4 Pro and PS5, they're all pretty much parity mm-hmm. between those three versions. So PS4 is now the slowest version as opposed to PS5. Yep. Um, all of those are about three frames. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's, along, it's a market
0: improvement. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and along with this, they also reduced the dreaded connection time at the beginning of uh, launching Guilty Gear, which is awful. Like I usually, it's it feels like I'm in an old CRT TV coming home from elementary school, where like I boot it up and then I go do something else while it loads up. Uh, and then the big thing is the crossplay beta. They announced that they're going to have a crossplay beta in the fall, uh, and they're hoping to release the crossplay update immediately after that beta, if that beta is successful. So, be on the lookout for that. Then, let's get to the Arena Finals, because we gotta get to it. Another significant reaction from the crowd. Uh, dicek came out. Uh, they had the community ma- uh not the community manager, they had another producer for Guilty Gear Strife come, uh, come out. They announced the trailer, and this was the trailer. Is
3: it my
0: turn? Yes! I love them. Yes! Bridget is back. I love this trailer. The fact that they... I I love cuts like that with the walk animation and the background changing. I'm a big fan.
3: Finally! I can play Skullgirls in Strive!
2: (laughs) (laughs) She looks so
0: cool.
3: (laughs) She looks absolutely
0: awesome. That command grab is so annoying. And super important uh, fact here is that... uh, There was a lot of... uh, Like, this character is very controversial in the sense that like in when they were released they were essentially like probably the first trans character in a fighting game and in strive they finally nailed it down and they use she her pronouns Mm -hmm. so uh that was pretty cool and that caused a lot of controversy about a lot of shitty people uh and the big reveal was that it came out yesterday or i'm sorry not yesterday it came out on monday
1: nope
0: yep and i got to play it and it was super fun and i'm a fan uh bridget it's been really fun. She's great
1: that's exactly who i play in plus r i'm very happy that she's inside the game i'm very happy that there's representation mm-hmm. for a very long time before i even came out as like openly bisexual i identified with the idea that bridget was forced into a certain gender role that wasn't 100 you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: what they vibed with but they grew into they grew into understanding who they were and represented that. And I feel like this representation of self is just something so inspiring that I hope that younger people who are still experiencing their sexuality and their gender expression um, hopefully find courage and strength inside of that. And I hope a lot of people that said really rude and nasty things about Bridget's expression and gender identity gen- genuinely burn. I really do. Because yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see, especially inside of a fighting game in a genre that's not always been so open to it.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, uh victims of our own success here, the YouTube video of the arena reaction that we got is about to hit four hundred thousand views. And it's... moderating those comment sections has been very difficult. Yeah. Uh Olsen has been doing a lot of it. I've been doing a lot of it. It's it's been a it's been a ride. Uh also I just want to mention that, you know, we are striving for one thousand YouTube subscribers and as of last week we were about nine hundred away, now we're about 450 away, thanks to Evo. So go subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash best of show.
2: Like, so many people won. You know, so many people gained so much out of, out of that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a much lesser degree, someone else who gained from that is Hungry Clicker because they are notorious for, for putting out amazing. Like, they put out art for pretty much oh. every single character that yep. won Evo. Yeah. Uh, and there's a theory going around because uh, they drew four. They Like, a few weeks ago, they drew a set of four Strive characters in a row, the first of which being Bridget and the next three being people who were not in Strive. So there's a thought that maybe, maybe they know something, Maybe you know, who knows? That's
0: fun to watch. All right. Somebody in the chat typed Hungry Clickers and Inside Job. Uh and I think that's funny. <laughs> now the the big final announcement uh Rick came out to cheers and applause, by the way. Uh so big ups to Rick on a successful event. Uh amazing. Uh very well received, very well deserved, good reception. Uh they announced something that I honestly had forgotten about, and it was Evil Japan twenty twenty three. And we got some details on that. Uh, it is yeah. taking place March thirty first through April second at the Tokyo Big Site in Ariake, Tokyo. Uh, and the announced games so far are Guilty Gear Strive, King of Fighters fifteen, Street Fighter five, and Tekken seven. The with other titles to be announced this fall. So all of your usual suspects will be there, uh, and more. So big ups to Rick. Uh, the new logo for Evil Japan looks great. The trailer looked great. I'm a big fan. I'm gonna. See what we can do if we can have a presence out there. We'll see what happens. The question is, will anyone have a presence out there? Because as of this moment, yep, we cannot. You
2: you, you can't go to Japan yep. as a regular tourist. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord
0: Pokimane to... will
2: fix that for us. <laughs> so
0: yeah, um, I also wanted to point out this one quick thing here. Um, unfortunately, this picture is awful. Uh, but one thing that was really cool about this Evo is. We got to meet Blue, who is now one of our best of high producers. And we got to meet PB Tuft, who's another best of high producer. Uh, And we uh, all hung out a little bit at the arena finals. And here's us. uh, So, very left is Blue. Uh, Right next to Blue is Olsen. Uh, Those two people in the back, I don't know who they are, but they photobombed us, I think. Uh, Next to me is PB Tuft. And then the fat ass on the right is me. So... Big ups to Blue, big ups to PB Tough. It was awesome meeting you guys. Uh hopefully we'll get to meet more of you soon down the line as events keep happening. Now. I believe this covers everything except except the dreaded moment.
1: At last, the end is near.
0: Yeah, I and was going to so go free near. at last, free
2: at last. <laughs> <sighs> uh, oh man alright I promise I, I, I have a goal I have two goals one don't cry two uh, throw those out don't don't uh, go into blubbering father mode and
3: uh-huh.
2: I don't know how well I'm gonna stick to those you see a mess behind me on top of having a newborn son we're moving in three days. Wow. So there is a whole lot of change going on in my life. Um, And because of that change, I need to reprioritize what I do. Um, I love the FGC. I love fighting games. I love being a part of this. Um, And I don't say this lightly. You know, it's not something that i'm walking away from because i'm bored it's not something i'm walking away from because i don't like it or anything like that it's simply because i i love fighting games just as much as i did two years ago just as much as i did eight years ago when i started thinking oh hey i need a sketch you know i'm making a schedule for myself so i can track what i want to watch at ncr 2014 let me put this on Reddit and see if it helps anyone else, (sighs) you know, and I'm very, very, like I said earlier, I don't do anything that no one else can do better. You know, I don't, you know, my writing is, I am proud of it, but there are better writers out there. I can, There are tons of people who could make better-looking schedules, gather information better than I could. Um, I didn't get to where I am because I was the best. I got to where I am because I saw something that needed to be done, and I did it. And I hope that some of you do that as well. If you're thinking that there's some area where the fighting game community is lacking, or whatever community you wish to join, or be a part of. There's probably plenty of other people who are thinking the same thing. And the best thing you can do is to be that change. You know, I, I did this because I'm not bringing people into fighting games, uh, through my play. God, no, God, no, (laughs) no one's going to watch me and my terrible Ken and think, man, that looks awesome. But if I can help guide other people to, the passion that I have for this community yeah, then I've done my job um, like I said I haven't found anything you know I don't love this community any less than I did before I don't love this this show any less than I, ha- than I have before um, but when I saw Lil Ace Jack for the first time everything else just kind of fell by the wayside you know he's he's still in the hospital he is fighting so damn hard you know he's killing it right now and just watching him fight and unfairly having to you know he he doesn't deserve to be born seven weeks early in not be able to breathe on his own quite yet, although he's getting there. Um, but and I'm making you cry, and I'm sorry.
1: Oh, it's but, okay, Steve. We love you.
2: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I you yeah, know, that little guy I fell in love from the jump. Like I loved him when I knew he existed, and I loved him so much more than I ever thought I could when I saw him for the first time. And he needs me. He needs he needs Team Ace. He needs Ace King. He needs Ace Queen. He needs the entire royal family. So that's where my attention's gonna be for a while. Um you know I I made up the fighting game retirement theorem a few years ago. Uh if, you know, the likelihood of you staying retired is inversely proportional to how much attention you give your retirement and i've been given my retirement a whole lot of attention because I, <laughs> I don't i don't want to be done you know maybe i come back and it's not as ace king offsuit the guy who's on a podcast and Uh, you know, putting out schedules for everything. Maybe it's just me going to a local every now and again. Uh, because I don't want this to be over. But the truth is, I got to go home and be a family man. I want to go home and be a family man. And Sharpie, Alan, I am so grateful to both of you for being part of part of this. For keeping me motivated to be here and put on the best show I could. Um, you both are so much more amazing than you give yourselves credit for. I want to thank John. I want to thank Danka. I especially want to thank Alan Or Efren. I want to thank you too, Alan. But Efren, I see how it is. He's, <laughs> he's the one who got me... He called me up and he's... On one episode, it was either... It either Justin or Ricky were suppo- supposed to be on and they backed oh. out last minute like, hey Steve can you come on and do a panel and I was like, sure and you know, I they couldn't get rid of me ever since um, I am going to miss this <laughs> ah, I'm going to miss this so much, but like I said, there's going to be others who can do what I do way better than I could carry that ball farther, bring more people into the fold. And maybe it's someone in the chat, maybe it's someone else. Uh, but just just be kind to each other because, even more than fighting games, we are a family. And uh, sorry. We love you so much. Made- <laughs> I've made lifetime friends here through the these, you know, silly little games that we get mad over. I've been touched by people who have reached me in my lowest point and I've been able to help people who've been dealing with their lowest points. And I just hope that everyone here continues to do that and be there for each other in some way, shape or form. Ah, and I know y'all are tired of listening to me, so I'm going to shut up, but I love all of you. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. (sighs) Steve,
0: much like you said, you, about how Sharpie and I don't give ourselves enough credit. Thank you, Blue. I'll get to that in just a minute. You also don't give enough credit yourself because you have been the backbone of this show for way longer than you care to admit. So... On behalf of everybody who is watching, thank you for all that you do. On behalf of the FGC, thank you for all that you do. And I have bad news for you. Uh, Christ Delorean in the chat blocked your retirement, so you can't leave.
3: <laughs> Dang, it! Dang it, it's
0: like, it. It's like Ric Flair. You know, you know we,
2: we had the whole buildup, and like two days later, like, oh, we got to do more stuff? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
0: Um but, but thank you, Blue, for that uh, subscription. Uh much appreciated and thank you for all your work. Steve
2: and Alan, I am so excited to see where you take this show because you've been busting your ass. You and Olson and Blue and Tuft and everybody. I I, I you know, I might be stream monstering, but I'm still gonna be there in some way watching you take this
0: to heights unknown. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Don't don't put your expectations too high. I'm putting them sky high. Ah, then we're all screwed. <laughs> um, all right. Well, before we sign off, uh, first of all, thank you everybody for watching. Again, thank you, Steve, for all of your dedicated years of service to the FGC. Uh, I think I, I wrote a tweet about it. Uh, I don't think the FGC would be nearly as accessible as it is now without your Adept hand at creating amazing spreadsheets and basically doing all the hard work that people should be doing on their own, but doing it for them. So,
2: and by the way, um, I'll pin, I'll probably pin it at some point. I don't know. I've I've got my son there now. I'm I'm probably not going to take him down, but, uh, I, I did tweet out, uh, templates and Mm -hmm. the templates that I've used. So if you, if you go through my timeline, you'll be able to take that and do what you will with it
0: the torch has been passed uh and, and we'll have it
1: in the description underneath this cast obviously
0: 100 um before we say goodbye first of all i just want to thank everybody for joining us this has been best of five uh best of uh to follow all of our socials uh people on youtube be sure to like subscribe and all that we're almost at a thousand uh everybody else listening on the podcast version of this uh thanks for listening do the follow thing um yeah Sharpie thank you so much for joining us on this very special occasion uh, I'm so happy you got to, to join us for this do you have any final thoughts I <laughs> I'm
3: sorry <laughs> <laughs> play uh... games you
1: love and cherish those around you because time is so short it matters it really does. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Steve, for taking time to be with your family who is so important to you. And I hope you know that your FGC family will always be here supporting you and rooting you on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm going to be man. praying for your little baby boy because he's a fighter just like his dad and his mom.
2: Oh, he's got beautiful hair unlike me. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Give him time
0: give us time.
3: Luscious <laughs> time. Luscious luscious. all
0: right well uh thank you again everybody uh we're going to i uh, hit the raid button here we're going to go raid katana prime because katana prime is great and they gave us a little bit of time this has been another episode of best of five uh the show will forever be changed thanks to you steve and thanks to you sharpie however we're still keeping going i'm the second to last one to join and i'm still ri- riding this baby all the way to hell uh, <laughs> you're, you're taking it to the top man thanks everybody for joining Sharpie please say your thing
1: every real podcast has a sign off phrase bitches
0: and Steve for the final time goodbye Canada